Hey, welcome to another episode of the Ask a Daddy podcast. I'm your boy, Brian B. Childs. This is episode three, and uh, let's get to it. Today, we're going to be talking about ending the power struggle. Now, when I talk about a power struggle, I'm talking about uh, parenting and you tell your child what to do or ask them to do something and your kid pretty much is not having it. Um, you know, they either argue with you or they just flat out kind of choose uh, to do like the opposite or something else than what it is that you're asking or telling them to do. Now, when we think about this and we look at it on a surface level, you know, we look at this it's like this problem, like, oh my goodness, my kid is defiant and is this huge problem and it can be problematic, but I'm here to tell you that, you know, it's, it's really not um, a bad thing when you have a child who's that you're having power struggles with or power, you know, issues with, um, at least, you know, you have a kid who is thinking for themselves, who wants to be uh, involved in the decisions that affect their life, which oftentimes means that they are likely to take ownership of those decisions and things as well. Um, You know, you have some kids, which again, I'm not saying, you know, if one is better than the other, they're just different. You know what I mean? Um, But you have some kids who, you know, parents can like lay out the game plan for them and they follow the game plan to a T. you know, and again, from the outside looking in, we'll look at those kids and be like, oh, man, you know, they're so well behaved. It's so easy to parent them, uh, which, again, may be the case. But either way, you know, it's not really, again, like whether one is better than the other. Um, it's just, you know, they're different. And so if you have a child, again, that you have power struggle issues with, the big thing is, you know, how can we help focus and channel that? Um, and so I know for me growing up, I was one of those kids who gave my parents um, a lot of of pushback. And from a very, very early age, I can, you know, just remember like wanting to do things my way. Uh, For some reason, I had the idea that, you know, I was the best person to be in control of my own life. And so, um, that's what I wanted to do from a very young age. And, and, and that's what I tried to do. And it wasn't until obviously, you know, being an adult and looking back thinking like, Oh, wow, you know, maybe I didn't have it all figured out, but you couldn't tell me that at a young age. And now that I'm a parent, you know, and I have my own children, uh, my youngest is actually displaying like that same type of attitude and that same type of defiance that I displayed at a young age. Um, you know, and if I'm honest, he, I would have to say all three of my children are like me. Um, he's, you know, a lot like me again, when it comes to, um, I don't know, man, he just, he just likes to try people. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't, (laughs) like you can't, tell him something like you have to show him something um and you know he just happens to be honestly you know my 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 most challenging when it comes to like these behavior issues and so a lot of what I'm going to be bringing you on ask a daddy is really going to be kind of trial and error if you will again a lot of this information I have and it's just knowledge that I, that that I have 
um, but I really get to put it into work and into practice in my own home. And so, again, this is um, the strategy that I'm going to share with you today is, is something that, you know, I use in my home and, and I have some success with it with all three of my children. Um, my two oldest, you know, it's 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 like it's gold. And then with my youngest, you know, it's like silver. We're trying to work on it, you know, and, and see if, if maybe there's even some ways to maybe even tweak it to make it even more effective for him. So the strategy that I'm bringing you today um, is basically the power of choice, right? We give our kids choices and by giving our kids choices, right? It allows them, of course, to cooperate with us, um, allows them to feel like they're in charge of what's going on, but it also helps them to develop good decision-making skills and it helps them to learn self-discipline. Now, this strategy is one that I've, um, I mean, actually, I've, I've learned it from a couple of different places. I think it all stems from uh, Dr. Becky Bailey. She's like the founder of this um, concept called Conscious Discipline. And I'm telling you, it's, it's like it's amazing. Uh, conscious Discipline has has really changed the way um, in which I deal with my kids, deal with other people's kids and even deal with myself. Right. It's, it's, it's a huge, heavy um like just concept and, and, and topic and everything. And if anybody knows Dr. Becky Bailey, let her know. I would love to come and, uh, you know, do some work, <laughs> but anyway, um, but she has these cards and it's these cards that are, are, are geared towards parents or teachers who might need help, um, remembering the strategies or just like a quick go to, to kind of see what kind of strategy you can maybe use for, for a particular situation. Um, so when it comes to the power of choices on this card, it says the only person you can make change is yourself. Now that's, um, an important idea for parents to really grasp, you know, as parents, we think that, we can make our kids do things. Um, and, and, and most parents try like with all of their might to make their kids do things, right? Behave, uh, get good grades, whatever. And however you try to do it, it could be, you know, you ground them or you take away their super expensive toys. You could spank them. I mean, abuse them, whatever it is that you try to do to make your kids change. Um, and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? It might work for the time, you know, it might work from elementary school. It might work to middle school. It might even work to high school. It might not be until college that your child gets, goes out and loses their mind. Right. It acts like a plum fool. It might be college, right? It might be adulthood, but the point is you can't make them change. Right. And so once we begin to understand that, um, then we begin to parent in a way that, again, helps to give our kids the tools that they need in order to make good decisions for themselves. So we definitely want to help them develop good decision making skills. And this is something that helps do that as well as it helps take out the power struggle within your own home. Because, again, I'm talking from experience, but again, I also can see it within my son and I've seen it with kids I work with at school and things of that nature. You know, if you have a kid where you're having power struggle issues with it's because they want to be in charge. They want, I mean, it's my life. 
How are you going to tell me what to do in my life? Let me make the decision. Right. So what you do with this strategy is you, you kind of compromise, but it's compromise where you're still getting done what it is that you need to get done or what you want to get done. So here's how it works. You give your kid two positive choices. All right. So the first thing you do, though, is kind of set up the desired action or whatever it is that you want them to do. So, hey, it's time to clean your room or it's time to get ready for bed. It's time to brush your teeth. I don't know whatever the desired action is. Hey, it's time to get ready to leave grandma's house. Whatever the desired action is, you go out on, you let that be known. Hey, it's time to do whatever. Now, this is where you want to give them two positive choices and you want to be specific. You know what I mean? Um, let's say if it's time for bed. Okay. Hey, it's time for bed. Do you want me to carry you to your room or do you want to hop to your room like a bunny? I don't know. Right. It gives them two choices. <laughs> right. And then your kids like, oh, oh, you know what? I, I want to hop like a bunny. That'd be fun. Whatever. They get in the bed. Um, very generic example. Right. But again, you want to give two choices that lead to the desired behavior. Um, you know, if it's time to get ready for school in the morning. Hey, you know, it's time to get ready for school in the morning. Do you want to brush your teeth first or would you like to eat breakfast first? I don't know. Right. Two choices. Right. And they can make the choice and then go from there. Now, um, after you do that, basically you ask them, you know, which one is best for you. Um, and at this time, you know, your kid can obviously um, choose from one of the laid out options or they might do like my daughter. She, she was real slick when she kind of figured out what was going on. She just stopped responding. Right. It's like you can do this or that. Which one do you want to do? And she would just look because she was like, uh, I'm not trying to do this at all. I'm not going to respond at which time. Right. You can then use um, a choice for that as well. And so you can ask them, you can say something like this. So do you want to choose or do you want me to choose for you? Boom. You gave them another choice. So you told them, hey, it's time to get ready to go to school. Do you want to eat breakfast first or brush your teeth? They refuse to answer or they come up with some weird off the wall answer, which is kind of like what my youngest son would, would end up doing. Um, and then you say, OK, do you want to choose or do you or would you like for me to choose for you? And then again, at which time they have to make a decision or you make the decision. And then once you make the decision, then you do stick, um, you know, stick to it and, and, and carry it out. Um, because I'm telling you pretty much what happens. And again, this is through experience, but pretty much what happened is if you, if it gets to that point, then once you finally make the decision for them, OK, you're going to brush your teeth first, go brush your teeth. That's when they're going to chime in with, oh, no, no, no. I want to eat breakfast. I want to eat breakfast. I want to eat breakfast. Um, again, if you're, you know, a parent who, 
is much more flexible than I am, then you might just say, okay, no big deal. Go on eat breakfast because hey, you're still moving towards getting done. But if we get to the point where I ask if you want me to make the decision and then they don't say anything and I make the decision, then that's what we're going to stick to. Because, you know, I, I don't want my kids to get into this whole, like we can go round and round about this thing. Um, but most kids that I deal with, it never really makes it that far. That's just for those stre- extremely tough kids who, you know, really want to take it all the way there. But I've also noticed that after doing it a, a few times, you know what I mean? It gets um, like they get a hang of the routine and they do want to make the decisions themselves. So they'll go ahead on and they will start, you know, getting on board and making the decision before it has to go uh, to that to that stage. So the last thing that I'll share about this strategy is, uh, you know, it works. I've, I've been using this strategy here for years now in school and in my own home. And it does work. Um, the hardest thing or the thing that can kind of trip you up, which isn't really even that hard at all, is the options, the positive options that you give them. Um, if you don't think through them. <laughs> that that part can kind of jam you up a little bit because, you know, kids, they will find like little loopholes and they'll find like little ways around the system. But um, just like anything that I'm going to bring you here, you know, it's up to you to put it into action to stay uh, consistent with it. Maybe you might have to do a little tweak here or there, but I can tell you that it does work. You will see great results with it. Um, And then, like I said, the best thing, and this will take years to notice maybe, but you will start to see your kid kind of come up with like little solutions for things themselves. Because if you constantly give them two options um, and you don't want to do more than two options for the for the um, compliance piece. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if you're using this strategy because you're dealing with the kid who can be defiant and who likes to buck the system, you want to limit it to two choices because again, you know, that's, that's, um, that's really just the best way to do it for that. But if you constantly give them like two choices for things, they'll start to see other options. And then once you guys are maybe thinking through like some homework or thinking through a project or something like that, they will be able to come up with different little options and different little solutions because they're always constantly being given other options and other solutions. And even in the choices that you give them, like I said, kids will try to come up with ways to buck the system and work around the system. So they'll be doing that all the time. Anyway, you give them two options. They're thinking of what could the third option be, even though you didn't present it to them. So I'm telling you in the long run, this strategy is going to work wonders. But, um, but anyway, you know, that's that I would love to hear from you. Love to see, you know, how it worked for you and, and your family. And if you find it helpful, so definitely hit me up, you know, through the podcast and uh and let me know and uh yeah that that will take care of this episode of ask daddy i appreciate you tuning in and make sure you go ahead on and subscribe to the podcast please rate it give a review you know i'm i'm really trying to put everything i can into this podcast i'm i would love to see it you know hit the charts be rated you know yada 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 so on and so forth you know how it goes Um, But yeah, if you find this useful, definitely share it. Definitely, you know, um, drop me a line. Let me know, you know, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye.
One last thing. The reason this podcast is named Ask a Daddy is because you can ask me questions. Um, as a matter of fact, I would actually prefer it. And so, again, you can click on the link if you uh, download the Anchor app. There's a place there where you can message me. I can actually feature your message, um, which could be a question on the podcast and then get right into the answer, which would make for some pretty awesome podcasts. So I uh, hope to hear from you guys soon.